This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. <laughs> podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Speaking of fucked, you guys were talking about some religion fucking each other through the sheets and stuff. Were See, we? and this is this is why I wanted the facts because I'm I'm I don't want to disparage anyone. I don't want to. Spar- no, disparage the Church of either. LSD. Will, they, they don't listen to us. First of all, <laughs> second of all, I don't know that. Who so knows? I do know for a fact that they wear they have underwear. They wear <laughs> yes, undergarments. That are it's it functions similarly to a yarmulke for the mm, Jewish faith. What? Where it it's a, a physical token to remind you of God's presence. Ah, yeah. But not it does not focus or, or act as a yarmulke in that they use it for fucking. No, they don't use the underwear for fucking. They, oh. they don't. They don't use the underwear. For what? Fucking. What I what I was conjecturing about was that that I think they also cut a hole in a sheet. <laughs> And bang each other through the sheet, and Brendan said no. <laughs> well, because as I if think that knows for a fact. I think that's a old, very conservative thing they used to do. Yes, the underwear uh, they they wear yes. after, at, like before they go to temple, before they go to church, basically. Okay, and see, I, think I thought actually, it was all the time. No, I think it's only whenever they're getting ready to go to church. Essentially, okay. they have to wear the underwear, and then I think they have to wear them at church. Yeah, but just, how would anyone know? Well, God they, knows. They do God, checks. God knows. Joseph Smith knows. He didn't make this up. Since, we're, since we're presenting facts, they do checks when you walk in. <laughs> they lift up your skirt or they pull out your pants and they I check. I think that adheres a little too closely to actual tragedy and trauma that has occurred in the actual <laughs> can, church. So let's yeah. can we steer, steer put it, somewhere else. Speaking of steering, can we put it in reverse for two seconds? Now, when the hole is in the sheet, does it also have to be over the person's face? Over one of their faces? No, I think that they literally like... Somebody backs it up to the sheet, and somebody sticks their wiener through. Let me just Google LDS sex sheet. Okay, LDS glory hole. I think would get us closer. Because <laughs> it's like it's like you're supposed to like not be. You're supposed to be focusing on the act of reproduction and not the enjoyment of banging somebody. Like literally, I'm not kidding. I think that was the I, intention, right? I think again, you are correct. Because also, like LDS, they don't drink, they don't smoke, they don't right. believe no caffeine. in, they don't believe in caffeine stuff like that. So God that's damn. not a short walk to right. ergo <laughs> to the so sheet just, hole. Yeah. <laughs> so just close. Why couldn't you just close your? I guess because people would peek, but uh. <laughs> can't be grabbing either. What a strange, what a strange concept. Oh, and in the early 1900s, the church explicitly banned oral sex, uh-huh. even for married couples. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. yeah. If, because guess what? It's supposed to only go in a certain spot. Yeah, right? if you have to put a sheet over your wife's head, of course they're going to ban <laughs> oral sex. You can't have two holes in one sheet. That's <laughs> They frown upon two holes, clearly. And, and they are the, the town from Footloose because they don't yes. like dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew that. Which is crazy because, again, you switch one letter and it is full of fucking and dancing. But... That's oh, an LSD joke again. Oh, yeah, I yeah. get it. Yep, I get it. Yep. Well, I was trying to rearrange the letters in Footloose <laughs> yeah. to make it say something. Oh. Footloose. Yeah, Footlouse. Okay. Well, this is debates on tap. This is a show where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan, and I'm still Vargas. You're still pork cheek. <laughs> and that was a lot of info about Mormons that they don't like to be called Mormons. What they, the yeah, fuck? Like call ever. Church LDS. 
They're Mormons is derogatory. It's like saying the N word. No, it's not. <laughs> not even close. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the bit? If you're arguing the badness of two words and, <laughs> and you, you won't say, say the one, one word. <laughs> yeah. That's the John Mulaney John, midget versus yes. the N word. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when your Mecca is in Independence, Missouri, I think <laughs> you need to rethink some things. You're, yeah. you're not wrong. Hey, yeah. this is delicious, by the way. It's a sticker over a sticker. Yes. Sorry to interrupt about sex one more time. Are we still time. doing this? I'm The done. hole in the sheet comes from the Jewish community. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't want to say the yeah, Jews. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Apparently, it's a Jewish thing because I'm on Reddit Mormon, our, our Mormon. Well, this is completely trustworthy. Obviously. So you were closer than I thought with the yarmulke and the, sh- yeah, hole in the sheet. So you said yarmulke. Yeah. So there we go. We're drinking from <laughs> Tallgrass. <laughs> said Yamaka. It's called Raspberry Jam. It's a raspberry Berliner Weiss. And man, it's a nice little sour raspberries. And I, I enjoy it. I like it a lot. You know, I've had other raspberry beers. And I think yep. this gets closest to raspberry tasting. Actually tastes like raspberry. Yeah. And not just like weird strawberry. Yeah. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, it's good. I want to get back to why there's a sticker over the can <laughs> that well, it's the same So it hits design. part of Vargas's whole... <laughs> Sticker over metal can. It is a sticker over a metal can. Yes, it's not a silver yes. can. But it looks like it's a sticker over the can. The can. The sticker looks exactly like the can. Yeah. There's a very distinct so pattern, and they both have it. I, this is, this is this, like take the this same thing that uh, uh, Anheuser-Busch does when like, the, you know, the Bud Light comes back, and then they put just the sticker over it, and then it's uh, Natty Light. Oh, God. Are <laughs> right? We, Once the but, beer is expired? Well, okay, so what we can do is we can we can demand satisfaction from Tallgrass, and they can tell us why they did this, because it's the same can. Now, do you notice, well, what we're going to have to do is search high and low for, for spelling errors and uh, imperfections in the can. But otherwise... Well, hold on, there's like a, there's a text box. What do you got? What do you got, Brandon? Oh, yeah, there's more, there's more text on it. It has a whole, like... Our brew pubs, the original Berliner Weiss, was ah. a big hit. Now the raspberry version is going on tour. Pucker up and rock on with a sour German style wheat ale brew with raspberries. And that's on the one without the sticker? Yeah. With yeah, without the sticker. On the sticker it just says German style sour wheat ale brew with raspberries. So they're reneging on that S- statement. <laughs> wow. That was too close. That is a word. It, it is, is a, a word. word. It is a word, but in this hot climate. Did I tell you in college? Uh, like in a, like an English literature class, like there was something read was yeah. re, to renege on something. Yeah. And like some guy in class was like, I don't think that's appropriate to say that word or have that word in a book. The English teacher was like, get out. <laughs> what? You idiot. It, you know, there's another word that probably don't. No, no, no. It, like a clearly closer word. When you're when you're referring to something that you're acting ignorantly or stupidly, yes, yeah, that's the word you don't want to use yep. because yep. it's way too close. And yep. yet you've used it to me before. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, because it's just a word. <laughs> but anyway, this beer is great. Uh, yeah, tall grass out of Manhattan, I believe. Yeah. So now we don't even need to demand satisfaction from tall grass on why they because we know they just wanted to cover up. Yeah, the I think it was story. like a PR thing. I was like, okay, we're saying too much here. <laughs> Got too much going on. In the, well, there's a lot going on in the can. Yeah. It's, well, and it's also, cool can. the beer's probably not going on tour. It's so here to stay. Yeah, it's socially it. distancing from other beers. And it's probably only oh. in Kansas City. Ah, so. uh, yes. Dave Chappelle has a new, I don't want to call it a special, but it's a 28-minute thing on YouTube. Yeah, and it's called 846. Uh, it's not funny. There's go, like go two bits knowing. that are funny, but yeah. like otherwise, it is just Dave... 
working through some shit. <laughs> but I recommend yep. people watch it. Take 30 minutes, watch it. Uh, again, it's 8.46. It was sponsored uh, and I believe produced by Netflix, but it's not released on Netflix. It's only on YouTube, but it's on their official Netflix is a joke YouTube yep. channel. Uh, go watch it because it deals with a lot of things that are going on right now. Um, things that we support, such as Black Lives Matter. Um, and I think it's very important to get educated on some of that stuff that people may not know about. Right. Uh, to lighten back up the mood, I've been watching Key and Peel a lot on Hulu. I've been yeah. watching it from the beginning because it's all it's all on there. And goddamn, that show was so funny, hysterically funny. Yeah, it, it, and it's only like three seasons, right? I think I thought it was six. They did a couple, at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's sketch comedy, so like you can burn through it. But yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, but it, it uh, five, five seasons, seasons yeah. so in the middle of three and six. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If you got Hulu, man, go watch it. A lot of fun. You'll you'll relive all those hilarious because a lot of them are like gifts now, and like obviously people say stuff like AA Ron and and stuff like that. And yeah. some people might not even know what that's from. That's true. Uh, so here's your chance to go find out. Yeah, Academy Award winner. <laughs> Jordan Peele. Yeah. You can watch him dress up as a woman and act like a fool. It's pretty great. One of my favorite bits in that show is the, well, there are many favorite bits, but the one where uh, they're, the two guys are moving out and it's the EDM <laughs> never drops and it's just them like getting like more and more and it's, oh, his nose starts bleeding. It's so funny. No, man, the, the terrorist video <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> That's my favorite. Good, a lot of good bits. Good, yeah. good stuff. I love it. Uh, after telling Vargas last week that I wasn't going to play The Last of Us 2... <laughs> you told I, the world, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you said it on this show. No, I think we were talking before. We, me and him were talking before. Um, yeah, without... Oh, I was in earshot because I distinctly remember him saying, I don't want to play that because I, I, I feel I basically bad said, enough. Yeah, that like, it, and it's true. The, the game is very dark, very dour. But I will say that it is also very, very good. I was telling Vargas... And I think, Braga, you were there too. I was listening, I guess. Um, not talking at me, though. Not talking to me. You are talking at me. Is that I, I really loved this story. Because like for those that are familiar, Last of Us was a game released in 2013. It is a stealth horror act, like shooter, basically. Um, tells the story of Joel and Ellie, who um, Joel lost his daughter at the start of this giant infection uh, that wiped out all of humanity. And uh, he has it takes place 20 years after his daughter dies at the start of the, the outbreak. He gets tasked because he's a smuggler with taking Ellie to this medical outpost, and he doesn't really know like why he's doing it or whatever. And kind of is a huge asshole to Ellie throughout most of the journey. Then he finds out that <clears throat> Ellie is immune to the; she's one of the only people who's immune to the thing. So they're going to try to find a cure. Um, it their journey together is fascinating and phenomenal. It's basically about um, what love can do to break down your walls and how it can come back together. There's a scene in the in the game where where Joel basically accepts. Ellie has someone he loves and like his daughter again. You talking about the draft scene? Uh, right before, it's actually right before that, wherever uh, Ellie, they're in uh, the wintertime and Ellie's like beating somebody uh, and he stops yeah. her and he call, starts calling her baby girl. And it's a phenomenal scene. It's so well done. And then the draft scene's very good. Um, I'm not crying. You're crying. I know, I know. <laughs> the game ends, and I guess this is a spoiler for a seven-year-old ga- game, but I think it's important for the setup for Last of Us 2 in that they get to the medical facility uh, Ellie gets taken away. Joel, he's like, okay, I'm going to wait here and hang out. They come to him and tell him, like, hey, just so you know, like, the way this virus works, it attaches to your brain, and we're going to have to kill Ellie to, to make the cure. 
And Joel goes... I got halfway through. I never finished. And Joel oh goes... My God. Fuck that, and goes and murders everyone. The doctor attempts to stop him. He shoots him in the face and takes Ellie and takes her off. The game, the last, one of the best ending yeah. scenes it ever. There, It takes place like a few weeks later. Uh, Ellie kind of asks him, so like, what happened? Joel just says, they just ran some tests and said nothing could happen. And the look on Ellie's face as as she says, okay, yeah. and the game ends is just brutal. It, like it's It's her going like, do I really, really believe this guy? Um, so last of us two takes place four years later. Uh, um, there's an event that happens early on the game that kind of pushes the plot along for basically uh, Ellie's revenge tale. And it's fascinating. It's, it's awesome. It's amazing. It is dark and grim and and crazy. Um, about two thirds of the way through, there is a perspective shift to a character named Abby who you actually meet like in the first like 10 minutes of the game. You don't know who Abby is. You just know she's involved in this act that propels Ellie along. Um, it does a really great job of showing perspectives and humanity and like all this thing. But it, its main themes and main goal is to show you that through this cycle of revenge, like you're going to hit rock bottom and, and you're going to like, that's it. Um, I, I, like, I, 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 I talked about it on Twitter because I think I could talk about this game and lo- this series for a long, long time. Um, it's not a masterpiece because like I said, the, the way the story is told is so fucking good, but the way the perspective shifts and other things happen, the way it like shoves you, the player's face and like you cause this violence to these people. How do you feel about it? And you're like, you fucking made me right. <laughs> like, what are you talking? About? I had no choice in like a lot of this stuff. And it goes back to a lot of naughty dog is very funny in the way, like un- the uncharted series. He plays Nathan Drake, this fun, fast, loose, like pirate who murders a thousand people. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I just hate like be hurting people. And you're like, motherfucker, we just like <laughs> shot a thousand people. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, those are neo-Nazis. It's okay. Yeah, it's crazy. So, and again, like the way, like it's told through flashbacks and perspective shifts and it's all well and good. And there are times that I actively was like, I don't want this character to do this thing. Like I'm not comfortable with it. And then the way the game ends and like another poignant, great scene, like through a flashback is just, it ties it all together. And like, again, made me go, you know, like, despite everything that happened, I still am on board with a lot of stuff that happened, you know, throughout the game. Um, so, yeah, so, I don't know, man. I, I think it's a, we, in a, we could talk about this later, because there's a couple things that, through the discourse of this game, that I think is highly inappropriate for some men to say. Um, but, but no, this game is phenomenal. It's fantastic. Uh, it goes on for way too long, though. But it's on PS4. I mean, you can buy it and get it. It is it, it is a ride, let me tell you. So I would highly encourage people to play, especially if you love The Last of Us 1 and understood that um, that game was about the good that love can do and also the bad that love can do. And this game just carries that through to a really great conclusion. So, so yeah. Are they going to make a third one, you think? I, I don't know because I that spoiler cast I was uh, listening to with Neil Druckmann, the director of the game, he was basically talking about he didn't really have a good idea for Last of Us this last of us until like a year or two later, whenever they were making, uh, I think they made some like DLC with Ellie, like as a younger girl, like the left behind DLC. That's right. Uh, and he basically was like, he talked about, he was toying around with the the basic idea, the structure. And then he talked about like, it was maybe four or five years ago, whenever he like told Troy Baker what he was thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's tough to say because the last of us is such a Joel and Ellie story. Yeah. And with the way the game, goes through and ends and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I don't know if you could tell another good story like that. And he does touch on Neil Druckmann. He talks, t- touches on how he 
thought about making a different like people like a, mm-hmm. a different story within the universe but he was like no like I, he just didn't think it would work as well so i would be shocked if they made a third game unless something nuts i don't know, I don't know who knows man yeah. well that's all the time we have so thanks for <laughs> listening to debates on tap fargus yeah what you got uh on the flip side brendan's been wallowing in his sadness with last of us too i've been reading avatar the last Stander brender comic books nice and they're awesome if you guys watch the <laughs> show and oh, yes and yeah if you like. yeah i've seen a little bit of the show i it th- remind me again did the comic come first or the show come first? show came first okay if if you like the show and you're like they shouldn't have made cora which yes they should have uh, they should have made season four. Just read the comic books because right. it's just the continuation. Like it literally picks up yeah. where the show ends and just tells more. And, ha- and remind me, I know there's Avatar on Netflix. Is that the original show or mm-hmm. new show? Nope, that's the original show. Okay, I didn't know because it looks really good. It's super good. It's super, super good. Interesting. So yeah, the comic books are really good. I'm reading the library editions, which are neat because they have like a, a big two-inch border <laughs> around the page. <laughs> Uh, but they fill that with notes from yeah, the creators. That's so super it's like, cool. oh, this page was inspired by this particular weird Korean, you know, drama from right. the 1800s. And I don't know, there's a lot of cool background creative notes. And Interesting. Yeah. That so sounds awesome. You can get them and read it. Is that yes. library edition? Because people don't know how to flip the pages of comic books. So they have borders so you don't. <laughs> yeah. So you don't mess them up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and only libraries can only stock the library editions. Yeah, I would hope so. Otherwise, they'd have to go to like you know, the bookstore edition or the the comic book store edition. A lot of shit popping off in your comics community, huh? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people touching people. Yeah, well, I've see, not tra- trying not, to touch. People. Uh, well, not currently. <laughs> I've a lot seen, of people I've seen been the word, touching people. I've seen the word grooming uh, thrown around a lot too. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, comics fans are not known for their self grooming. It's so. true. No, they just groom young girls. Oh, Oh, this is <laughs> like a, Oh yeah. Yikes. Not showering and stuff. Nope. Huh. Yeah. It's yeah. The comics world is people with power, man. It's kind of imploding right now. Yeah. Think about that. Think about <laughs> the tiny modicum of power a comic creator has. I mean, and now think about the government. Yeah. It's bad. Hey, Vargas, what's up? Hey, buddy. Um, do you remember when you said you were dead inside? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, all right. What did, what did you mean? Oh, exactly what I said. But I've been crossing the street without looking both ways, because at least when I feel fear, I'm feeling something. Uh... And I ordered some shirts from Hope Clothing KC, so I look great when I do it. Excuse me? Those shirts from HopeClothingKC.com, the ones designed by local Kansas City tattoo artists and that benefit Rosebrooks and Greenworks KC. Yeah, everyone knows that, but what was the other part? Oh, yeah, yeah. So everybody honks and screams at me, so I just scream back, HopeClothingKC.com, since they clearly don't know where I get my threads at. Right. That's the end of that bit, I guess. Uh, visit HopeClothingKC.com and enter promo code DEBATE10 to save an additional 10% on your whole order. Again, that's HopeClothingKC.com, debate 10 at checkout. Do we need to call somebody or... So speaking of comics, what did we do last time? Not comic related, right? No. Anything related to comics? (laughs) We did Mount Comics more. Oh, that's right.
And you guys convinced me that I was wrong and you were right. Um, so instead of doing <laughs> a, re- a, a, a revisit, um, I wanted to include a couple of other creators. I was going to say, that- you sent us Mark Miller posted that i mean he must have listened to the podcast and had him yeah yeah yes uh, yeah mark miller posted basically literally exactly (laughs) what we talked about two weeks ago or whatever it was uh about his mount comics more um and a couple other people commented their their particulars uh about who they would include um of course garth ennis was on the top of my list to include Mm -hmm. um as a creator but i didn't include him because he he's kind of more of a, a niche writer he writes right. like horror and action and war stories um and didn't mark miller excuse me he had like alan moore on it too and stuff like alan that. moore is another big one that i had trouble not including but, yeah. but again like alan moore is so like <laughs> if you read an alan moore story it's gonna be very alan moore he right. doesn't write any he has, way, he has his, a wheelhouse and that's that's where he's at it, they're incredible stories and then also he's super weird and kooky and he hates everything yeah so. but but you know you can only deconstruct everything yeah. so many times before it's like okay man i get it like right what if superman was a dickhead okay i get it yeah awesome you don't cool. have to justify it look if people need justification <laughs> just go listen to our mount comics more yeah. episode episode 50 i believe yeah episode, it was episode 50. 50 hallmark episode so yeah don't tweet us don't tweet vargas <laughs> just go listen and then you'll see why <laughs> trying to keep your twitter feed nice Free and clear. Thank you. Appreciate that. We enemies. still we still win, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I he doesn't get to decide. We decide. <laughs> we won. <laughs> well, good. That brings us to this time. Uh-huh. I tasked the boys with presenting me. You said best, best, best animated. So best animated film. So we're going to give you two different arguments about Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we know that you love that one. That whole series. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's a special place in your heart. So. Unless Vargas flip-flopped, we both stayed away from the Toy Story franchise. I can dig it. Oh, this fucker. He flip-flopped. Uh, no, I just said Toy Story 2. Uh, <laughs> which is a great w- movie. Yeah. It's fantastic. Would you say that's the worst one of the four? No, I think... T- well, Toy Story 3 is the worst one. Toy Story 3 is the worst one. Okay. Even though that's like saying, what is the worst favorite beer? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. all the movies are great. I, I think Toy Story Camo 2 is... Black. What's the worst raise you ever got? Correct. <laughs> it's like, oh god, you only you only gave yeah. me. But uh, but no, I think Toy Story two is a fantastic movie. I think based on how I feel about nostalgia and blah blah. blah Toy Story one is probably my favorite. Yeah. But then it's Toy Story two, two and then four, then three. Cool. I was joking. I didn't pick Toy Story two. <laughs> so, what did you pick, Brian? No, you go first. You want I me to know first? what you picked? Because yeah, you kept it a mystery. Well, I so yes. I had two. Originally, I was going to go with Fox and the Hound. Oh yeah. Which I mistyped to Brian as Fox and the Bound. <laughs> Which is a completely Which different is, movie. Let me tell you, that That's, would get us on a weird path. <laughs> I yeah. watched it ten times. <laughs> I did not Google Fox and the Bound. Oh yeah, me I didn't either, need man. To. Me either. It's already saved. Go oh, ahead, boy. <laughs> I've got the the special edition Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I went with Iron Giant. Oh man, this is Brad Bird, who everyone knows from um, the Incredibles and. Incredibles 2, Incredibles 2 um, and the other all, one. All kinds of great stuff he's done. <laughs> Whatever. He's a Pixar animator. This was his directorial debut, which I always forget that this was the first movie that he directed. That's right. That's crazy. Yeah. He also did Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Thank you. Ratatouille. Um, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Do that great Patton Oswald vehicle, Ratatouille. <laughs> 
so this was released in 1999. Yeah. Uh, it, it's set in 1957, and it's about a kid, Hogarth Hughes. Bad name. I mean, what? It's a great name. 1957. That's probably there's probably as many Brads. There's probably as many Hogarths as there were Brads in 1957. I haven't done the the. The census data. I haven't dug through it. Pull up, yeah. pull up 1957names.com. <laughs> uh, it's about this kid, Hogarth Hughes, who finds and befriends a giant robot from space and has to protect him from the government, basically. Because right. the government ruins everything. Get yeah. out 99. 99, man. That's yeah. crazy to think. Um, and so that, that's the first thing that I want to talk about with Iron Giant is the cool... Because it came out in 1999, it, it's like the perfect moment in time to have the combination between traditional animation right, and right. CGI. It has a very, very unique look. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about animation, that's kind of where you have to start is, does it look passable? Is, right, you know, right. Because shitty animation can totally take you out of the movie. 100%. Same thing with voice acting. You know, they've, they had uh, Jennifer Aniston, obviously Vin Diesel as the Iron Giant. Oh, yeah. Um, Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr. A, yeah, this and is nuts. My, Michael, who was the other guy? Scott. Nope. <laughs> you've, oh, you've got it right there. Uh, Christopher McDonald. Thank Christopher you. McDonald. Michael. You know. Shooter McGavin. Oh, Michael Shooter McDonald. McGavin. Shooter McGavin is in this. Shooter McDonald. Yeah, you were thinking of the Stewart kid from Mad TV. <laughs> That's yeah, Michael, yeah, McDonald. Michael McDonald. <laughs> yeah, or Michael McDowell. Yeah, not him. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the the animation and the voice acting pair so well together to give it a very. It's a traditional look. It looks like a classic animated movie, but it has enough CGI right. to that it passes today mm-hmm. even as an animated movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so other things I wanted to talk about. It's a feel good movie, which I always go into an animated movie wanting, you know, it's not Akira. It's not, uh, um, uh, blue velvet. What's the one, the other anime, whatever. It's not anime. Blue velvet is a, that's a cupcake. cupcake. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it, uh, yeah, it's not a, it's a feel good movie. Correct. Right. Um, the, the interesting thing that I read from Brad Bird about it, his, his kind of elevator pitch for the movie was, what if a gun had a soul and didn't want to be a gun? Oh, yeah. Which I think is kind of speaks to the heart of the movie about what, oh, yeah. what it is. This Especially as you find out what he was built for, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a really good pitch. By that, that is it's a great really pitch. Good pitch. <laughs> so Stop the elevator. Keep talking. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sold. And the, the other interesting thing I thought was that the people don't think of this as like one of the best animated movies of all time. Yeah. Because it was such a big commercial failure. Dude, yeah, it bombed. But the no, reason... No one wanted to see it. The, the reason that it bombed was because Warner Brothers was super gun-shy about uh, 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 advertising for it. Right. Because a movie called The Quest for Camelot, which I had never heard of, bombed like the year before. So they were like, oh, this is another fucking animated movie. We don't yeah, want to give any money. Yeah, we're just going to throw it somewhere. So they didn't have like tie-ins they didn't have they had a burger king thing that they wanted to do that they kind of half so they basically gave up on their marketing yeah exactly because they didn't think this movie was going to be whatever and what was cool was in all the preview screenings people walked out and they were like this is great and warner brothers was like fuck (laughs) we didn't do anything for this movie they were just totally unprepared to advertise for this movie to succeed yeah um and what was the other note that i had hang on while he's doing that real quick 
Ah, oh, damn it. He found it too fast. It was it was he was real quick. It was released in August of ninety nine. Right. The studio didn't confirm their release day until April of ninety nine. Are you serious? Yeah. That's insane for a movie. Yeah, they now I mean, that's crazy. Like in a matter of months, they they said, Okay, here's your release day. And again, you go it, you look at the Rotten Tomatoes score, and it's like a ninety-six on yeah, Rotten it's, Tomatoes. It's insane. And I think since night, like after it came out, people have latched. I mean, because I I remember this. I I've only seen this movie a few times. Yeah, and it, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, so it'd be good to revisit it. Um, because yeah, this story is just so magical and and and, yeah. and so good about essentially a boy and his dog type of story. You know what right. I mean? But told like Brad Bird said, like this thing is built for. A, a very yeah. nefarious purpose, and but it doesn't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. it just wants to be a thing. Like, and yeah, this this robot chooses to be better than what his station in life is supposed to be, which oh, is yeah. a very good, again, feel good movie. It is. You, oh, yeah. you you watch it and you're like, yes, I can identify with the robot. I can identify <laughs> with the boy. I can identify with the junkyard guy Correct. who keeps the robot hidden. Right. Anyway, so, Iron Giant. Very good. Very good. Half Baked opened up against Goodwill Hunting and Titanic. That was going to be my little fact about. Bad openings whenever you oh, half-baked half half <laughs> open against Destroyed Goodwill Hunting <laughs> and Titanic. Well, it not, hey, not, they had 100% of the audience they wanted. That's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah. why it became a cult hit. Yeah. <laughs> so Vargas mentioned that voice acting and animation style are two very important sure. aspects of an animation movie. Yeah. I mean, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, totally agree with them that Iron Giant hit both of those on the head. Yeah. But you don't need a hammer to hit a nail on the head when you got a nail gun. And that nail gun is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, boy. Because yeah. not only did it knock the animation out of the park, it yep. immersed you in a comic book style of animation. 100%. Yeah. The voice acting and the voice talent in that in that movie it's, is insane. It's, it's, so, it's so fun because I remember when they... Like seeing the movie and Nick from New Girl just plays Nick as Spider Man yeah. and it's so yeah. fucking funny. You got Hobo Spider Man. <laughs> Speaking of Nick, you got Nick Cage. Who, yeah, that's right. <laughs> fun fact: based his Spider Man noir off of Humphrey Bogart. That's incredible. So, yeah, I'm sure Nick Cage was like, "I want to evoke Humphrey Bogart." <laughs> yeah, like, definitely, as guy. Weird as possible. <laughs> I know that you found that fact very intriguing, and you just have to do that. So I'll accept it. <laughs> Uh, Liev Schreiber was in the, was in the movie. He played Kingpin. Uh, Lily Tomlin, Chris Pine, Shamik right. Moore was the title character. Miles Morales, mm-hmm. uh, Jake Johnson, as you said, Mahershala Ali is in there. Yeah, he plays the uncle. He plays right? the uncle and also the villain. Um, Spoiler, alert, dude. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, he think, plays himself. I think, I think literally everyone has seen this movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, came out to great success yeah. and people didn't just say it was the best spider or best animated movie of the year they said it was the best spider-man movie they even had even the seen. best superhero yeah. movie yeah. like people have seen yeah uh so one i mean so many easter eggs in this movie that i'm, I'm sure you know a lot so i didn't catch any <laughs> yeah i don't know anything <laughs> there about are movie. there are a ton and whenever you think about how much work that is so on a film set, if you want to add an Easter egg, cool, you hang up a poster, right? right? The the set crew hangs up a poster or whatever. When you have to like draw it and think about it and and add it to all the scenes that, yeah. that it's in, it's insane. That you have to actually plan it out so far in advance yeah, to actually so put it in a scene. Yeah. Some of the things that some of the cool little things they they were doing, so they wanted it to show that that the universe that Miles is in is not our universe. Yeah, is not Earth A or what or fifty two or whatever it is mm-hmm. six sixteen. Okay. Well, that, that'd be the Marvel universe, I guess. So. 
Did you hear those silence? <laughs> Big nerd alert going off, I guess, out there. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, there's an album cover with Chance the Rapper. He has a, a four on his hat. Right. And in the movie, he has a three. Mm-hmm. Um, there, uh, on the test Miles takes, it's called like the month is called like December or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then the, the police in Miles' universe is called PDNY. Yeah. Instead yeah. of NYPD. Really fun stuff like uh, that. Another fun fact is all the animators. Uh, wanted to draw Stan Lee because this came out after he mm-hmm. had passed away. Um, so all the animators did. So anytime there's a train, he's on that train somewhere. Oh, yeah. And he's also, he's crossing the street one time and then one time he's like, right. it's a clear cameo. That's awesome. Um, but one Did, of the, And he sells Miles the, the Spider-Man mask that he originally wears, right? I think maybe. Because that's yeah. his last... His last cameo, cameo. Yes. maybe, yeah, and I can't remember. We could, yeah, because he says the Google machine. No, because uh, he says uh, something about it, it. It won't fit. And it's then, meant to be. It's meant to be Stanley. I don't know if it actually is Stanley. I'm pretty sure it's his last recorded cameo before he died. Don't yell at me. I am gonna yell about Stanley, <laughs> Brennan. I think your opinion is valid, and I think <laughs> no, no, this doesn't count. This is about facts, not opinions. No. This is the wrong show if you want facts. Yeah, uh, that is actually Stanley. Good work. You're 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 correct. Yeah. So he is in there, but yes. he's but, also but drawn. Anyway, but he's drawn times. like everywhere in there. Yeah. Uh, but the the thing we've talked about multiple times, I think even on the show, is the attention to detail in this movie. So whenever they there's a forest scene where Miles is still learning from Jake Johnson's right. Spider Man, and they're swinging through the trees and everything, they animate. Miles Morales's Spider-Man at a slower frame per second yep. than they do Jake Johnson's to give him that stuttery yep. blah blah blah. And, and if I'm and if I'm if I'm remembering this right, everything with Miles, like his whole universe, I think is styled in that half any like frame rate. I think any movement he does specifically. Yeah. And, and but then later, and then whenever he comes, when whenever he does the leap, that's yep. whenever he leaps into. And when he there's a moment whenever he's looking at Spider-Man suits in like a, a little uh-huh. lab and. Uh, you see him kind of step up to the glass and right. you see his reflection fully take up the suit. Right. And that's kind of the moment where he's like it, being able to accept who he is and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that harkens back to what Stan Lee says when he sells him the thing is that it fits it, eventually. It all, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my heart. Thank you Vargas for driving <laughs> home the point. <laughs> just continuing the point. But I think if you watch these two movies, it's not to disparage iron giant. Sure. Yeah. But you're going to enjoy what? Sigh louder. <laughs> don't don't add a butt. Well, just period. <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> want to disparage Iron Giant. Period. And then stop talking. However. Oh. Yes, and you'll enjoy Into the Spider-Verse more. And I think it's got a better overall story. I mean, we we've needed Miles Morales in the MCU and any kind of film time, representation yeah. for a long time. And Shamik Moore, who plays Miles Morales, they, they actually based a lot of his movements and, and facial features and everything off of Shamik Moore. And, right. and he does a great job. And I think people need to have Miles Morales more. And I'm super stoked, by the way. Watch that. And then once the uh, new game for mm-hmm. PS4 comes out, go play that. Be really great. So yeah. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Nice. It was the, by the oh. way, Number two yeah. rated on Rotten Tomatoes for top 100 animated movies. Toy Story 4 was the only one rated higher. No joke. On, on Rotten Tomatoes animated. Interesting. So list. you know it can't be trusted because Toy Story 1 was not the first one. I think it was like one. three. So, so, okay. So we still can't trust it because <laughs> it doesn't line up with Brendan's When I texted feelings. Vargas, he said, oh, that's a good pick. 
Yeah, well, oh, I broke. wanted you to feel confident, false confidence. So, I, I guess it goes by votes, but uh, it wasn't the top rated, but it's the number two based off the number of, what is that, on the right, the votes? Yeah, but it doesn't matter what, this, what the rating is. It's about how you feel. Yeah, how you feel inside. Yeah, Toy Story is 15th. Yeah. And then I wonder if Iron Giant is on. It's probably not, but that's okay. Oh, it's 35th. Oh, yeah. See? So With, it's still on there. That's a 96, but yeah, it's been voted. Oh. I, I think they correlate. I don't know what's going on, man. Maybe that's whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because we could close that site now. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't proving anyone's point. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. Uh, do you have anything to say Iron Giant versus Spider-Man? So It's worse. What's up? That's what Brian says. He's done talking now. Uh, so yes, Spider Verse is a good movie. Yes, period, period. absolutely. I would Great say movie. It, it's a good. It's a good movie. It's it's fine. You're gonna okay. <laughs> All right, do your thing. But your funny bit. I think no, no, no. I don't have a bit. I think if I if you really sit down and you think about which one of these movies sure. is the best animated movie of all time, you're gonna want something that gives you that warm and fuzzy feeling. Yep. When Personally, when I walk out of an animated movie, if I don't have that warm, fuzzy feeling, I f- feel like I'm a, a little bit let down. Now, right, right. Spider-Verse does not let you down, but it, it it fulfills the need of a movie in a different way. Sure. You walk out of the movie and you're like, that was a cool movie. I liked the story. I liked the characters. Mm-hmm. I liked the animation. I'm eager to see the second one. But it doesn't, it doesn't give you like... You, don't, you, you go with the character's journey, yeah. but you don't like... He doesn't learn a lesson or like become a, a what? <laughs> he becomes a hero, yes, but he doesn't like. Sure, sure, I can understand. That. The boy and his dog movie is like falling apart. It's, it's falling. It's not apart falling apart. There. You know what I'm saying? Sure. For real, where where does Spider Verse rank in superhero Spider Man like oh, rankings? You know what I mean? I mean, like, so if if Sam Raimi Spider Man Two was the best right. Spider-Man movie. This is at least on par or better. I would agree with that, yeah. In terms of Spider-Man movies. I see what you're right? Now, in terms of like superhero movies in general, yeah, who it's f- pretty high that, up that's there. That's a crazy that's a crazy topic. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this this is a good one. Iron Giant versus Spider-Verse. Um <laughs> Huh, what am I going to Oh boy, this is a tough one cuz both of these movies are Really great. And remember. we went at it with different angles. Yeah, it's, sure. it's great. It's great. I like it. <laughs> Listeners remember, when we decide best of all time, we did yeah. stay away from Toy Story. <laughs> True. And I don't give a shit about like the old Disney quote unquote classics like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and those sure, yeah. shits. Yeah, I didn't pick Song of the South because it's kind of live action also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter Pan's great. Sword in the Stone's great. Are they... Sp- Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse? Nope. No. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, boys. Uh, this is a good one. Um, I think I'm going to go with Iron Giant. That's a surprise to me. That's a surprise uh, to the entire room. <laughs> oh, stop it. Even Bella's um, surprised. As she lays over there sleeping. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think... Because I, I do remember that feeling. Like the first time I watched Iron Giant, I was blown away by how well it was told, the story it told, everything like that. You were like 11. Hush, yeah. child. I'm, I'm speaking. The, the, the man of the house is speaking. Oh, my God. The man of the debate is speaking. Uh, whereas Spider-Verse, don't get me wrong, it is a masterpiece of a movie. Um, but uh, And I saw it like two times in theater. I think I dragged my wife, my, my then fiance, now wife, to go see it. And she, she too, like loved that movie. It was so fucking good. Um, but when it comes to like 
feelings and the overall package, I would say, I mean, Iron Giant, it just, it feels better. So yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to, I can't wait to watch those movies again and come back with a verdict. I'll so. be interested to see your feelings about it. Like, cause I, obviously you have the nostalgia stuff. Like, you're yeah, Toy Story. I remember. Yeah. When I saw it as a kid, like I, like I cried, like it was, it was, such, it's a, it's a cra- it's a, such a good heartfelt big movie. And that ending of Iron Giant is so intense. We watched the hell out of it in the Vargas household when, oh, yeah. when Sam and I were kids. Yeah, I, so. I, I, yeah, I can understand why. It's because Spider Man wasn't out yet. If you, if Into the Spider Verse <laughs> was out when you were a kid, you would have watched that way more. No, we still would have watched Iron Giant because my dad likes it when he goes Superman. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Perfect. I like that a lot. That's a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much. No, it wasn't. Don't sigh. Let's get your get your hand off my. What's next? I never time? will. <laughs> What's next time? Okay, so I can't remember if I've done this before, so I'm going to do a little quick flip-flop. I think I've done it at least in private with you guys. <laughs> if I had a nickel. Yeah, but so what we're going to do, in the Mars, we're going to keep it Marvel. Interesting. We're going to keep it. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't okay, be. Cause, all right. Because you're arguing to, a, arguing to a, uh, an imbecile. A, a mar- neophyte. A, a car... <laughs> What the <laughs> hell did you just call me? Nothing. There's the people that wear the, the underwear in the church. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have holes in my sheets. <laughs> I want the three best Marvel villains <sighs> that would be the best team, the best super villain team uh-huh. to take to, to complete their goals, take over only, Earth or, only or whatever. Three? Three, yes. <laughs> No, okay. Well, that's kind let's of limiting do, for a team. Let's do a roster of twenty-seven. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want that. Like every yes, three ever. because so like if they're if they're a super villain, you yeah. could say you could use in your argument that they would have their quote unquote henchmen to use okay. as well, but sure. they don't count on the three. Yeah, sure. yeah, sure. But it's not a numbers game, right? So don't come so, at me with a thousand names well, that I'm not going to know. So if I pick Doctor Doom, who? <laughs> he still has the the all the resources all of, of Latvia. Latvia. <laughs> yeah, does he have a does he still have a medical degree? Yeah. Yeah, then sure. I mean, he stole it, but what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he didn't st- no. No. He <laughs> no. earned it. Yes. You're not okay. taking you're not putting these yeah, villains yeah. in a vacuum. Okay. They're still in the Marvel universe. Okay. Earth 52616. 616. Nope. 8675309. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's what I want. Okay. The three supervillains you would put on a Best team, team to complete whatever goal. And again, don't come up with a goal. I, I'm assuming it's just world domination because that's kind of It's always what, world domination, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Get ready for a lot of villains you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, man. Play to, yeah, way to play yeah. to your audience already. <laughs> hey, Brian, who are your three favorite supervillains? <laughs> just out of curiosity. Just, just totally, totally separate. Nothing. Totally uh, Chitara. Uh, uh, yikes. Uh, <laughs> And I can't think of any. Oh yeah, three women villains that can beat up Brian. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. We need to close it now. <laughs> oh boy, this has been a lot of fun. This has been debates on tap. Thanks for listening. You can find us on on the emails at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter debates on tap. You can find us on Instagram at debates on pictures, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash. Debates on tap. Uh, subscribe to us on whatever you listen to us on. Tell a friend that helps us out a lot. And that way we're not just screaming at us and Greg and Dave. We're, yep. we're screaming to a few other people along the way. I mean, so. no, you're wrong. We'll, we'll scream at Greg and Dave. Yeah, we yeah. don't care. We, we'll scream Forever. at whoever. We just like screaming to more people. <laughs> 
Uh, I think that's it, right? Anybody have anything else to else to say? Else to do? Oh, I got something to say. I got and another thing. Yeah. There's a new, there's a new Brian and Vargas video up. A new a new. Yikes! That's new, what we're pitching. Yeah, at man. At the very end of this episode, yeah. love it. Go check it out. YouTube, Running Tab Productions. Check out the new Brian and Vargas. They're all 100 percent serious. Yes, and it's a remake, right? Documentary. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a remake from. 21, 22 year old Brian and Vargas. It's it's what the people were clamoring for, really. It's what the people, <laughs> and by people I mean Vargas, Vargas yeah. was yeah. clamoring for. So yeah, go check it out. Okay, well thank you so much for listening. Bye. <laughs>